junction, every corner, there is just idol everywhere. You could count about 30,000 idols before you even move to the next, next uh, zone or next uh, community or next city. Because everywhere is just full of idols. And in fact, they refer to the God Almighty as the unknown God. And Paul was reasoning with the philosopher in his and telling them that even the unknown God that you don't know is the one that you should know. And he had to come to their terms and reason with them. From this place, and that place said, Paul went to Sagor and started to reason Jews and Gentile worshippers. To my understanding, I see that even the, the, the Christian Christianity is a reasonable faith. And we have to reason with people. Or we have to reason with philosophers. Or we have to reason with unbelievers. We have to clarify things for them to really understand. And as we do that, Holy Spirit Himself will bring the conviction. We have to come to their level of understanding. We have to approach them in their in, 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 a, in, a, in simplicity and in a simpler form. And as you come to their level, you bring them up, up to your own level. And I believe only see with picture as you approach evangelism that way. Ultimately, we that people today are one is from a particular one that verified me on a bio. In Nigeria, around university, like, for instance, one device like to Corona. follow Corona. So, Praise the name of the Lord. I see this one Paul, Paul did here. He reasoned with them from the scripture, from the word of God. And that is it. The basis is the word of God. It takes a the word, it takes text by text, context by text, context, scripture by scripture, for us to come to the understanding of Christ. Praise the name of the Lord. Text by text, context by context. And that's why I'm a fan of the Lord. Praise the name of the Lord. I think if you see Paul, you Praise the name of the Lord. Professor, 
Now, the preaching of Apostle Paul revealed to us that the content of the gospel must be centered on the person and the work of Jesus Christ. Paul reasoned with the Jews from the scriptures. Paul presented the truth and then responded to questions or challenges from the congregation. He explained and gave evidence that the Christ had to suffer and rise again from the dead. Paul would take one scripture and place alongside another scripture to support and prove his point. The scripture are the sole basis for the gospel. When you witness, take people to the Bible. Praise the name of the Lord. Alright, he takes the scripture. The scripture is the sole basis of the gospel. The scripture is the foundation of the gospel. Paul, he reasoned with them from the scripture. And that was the instrument of change. Nothing unless the scripture. And that is why he takes the text of the scripture. Even for, for, he takes the complete text of the scripture. For everyone to understand God's plan of redemption for mankind. He takes the whole Bible to bring out or to produce a whole Christian. Praise the name of the Lord. You cannot be a whole Christian. He takes the whole scripture, text by text, context by context. And it takes every portion of the scripture even to convince the unbeliever. We see that Paul was, was not losing focus at all. His focus, his attention was just on the scripture. Praise the name of the Lord. What he preached was the scripture. And that's what we have to preach. Because that is the basis for the gospel. It's important that he pick up a test, compare it with another test, and that's how the people were able to comprehend the full understanding of God's word. And that is why we don't just spend on one test and just make a conclusion. We compare. How to test you how to read it how to test you, how to read, you know, I don't know, for anything in it. If I have a marker, SF, SLU, Nino Boba, you will be ready. If you have a lot of work, praise the name of the Lord. Latini, a corner, oh, yeah, or no, how can they call SLU? Because Praise the name of the Lord. And that's what Paul did here. And so that when we ourselves is launching now, we must bring people back to the Bible. Romans chapter 10, verse 17. Very quickly. I'll just summarize the very point. But there's no time to Romans 10, 17. So he takes 
a whole scripture to produce a whole system. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Faith can only be born when the people are hearing the word of God. The Bible says faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. The Bible says the man with the act, the man delivered unto righteousness. But our mouth, confession, is made unto salvation. But now you have to go to the Lord. You have to go to the Lord. You have to go to the Lord. You have to go to the Praise the name of the Lord. Praise the name of the Lord. We, if we don't focus on the scripture, then our evangelistic work cannot be effective because the scripture is just the basis for the gospel. And what is the gospel? It's about Christ and his love for mankind. It's about Christ and what he has done for the world. The gospel is just about Christ, about Christ and his love for mankind. And that's the content of the gospel. It's about Christ and what he has done. It's about his birth, his death, his burial, and his resurrection. And that is what just the gospel is. If, there, if we add to it, we have watered down the gospel. If we don't emphasize that, we will not make any impact at all. And that is why we ourselves must know the scripture. And as we present it, we present it as it were to the people. That's what the Holy Spirit will work upon to cause conviction. And as he does that, faith will be born in them. They believe and they repent and they surrender their life to Christ. Praise the name of the Lord. Point number two. The confrontation of the gospel center on our sin and rebellion against Jesus as king. Did Jesus thought that Messiah would be a conquering king? Conquering king who would deliver them from Rome and other enemies. But they didn't like the notion of him suffering and dying for sinners. That implied that they were sinners, but they viewed the Gentile as a sinner. They liked the idea of a king who would make life comfortable for them. But they didn't like the notion of a king who would confront their sin. But the gospel proclaimed Jesus as both the Savior of sinners and the Lord of our lives. We are not faithfully proclaimed because if we, if we give out an easy message that God is sin and let the sinner continue as his own Lord, using Jesus to make life more comfortable. Praise the name of the Lord. You know the problem of the Jew, why they were not believing Jesus, or why they were also struggling with the apostles, even after Jesus had left, that their mindset, their belief, and their expectation was that the Messiah that is coming is will be a political king or a political Messiah. Their anticipation was that they are looking for 
somebody who will live with them for many years, who will deliver them from the Roman authority, who will make life comfortable for them, who will reduce taxes, who will build roads for them, who will make food available for them, just like what is happening in our time. You know, we run under a, polit uh, under a political race, president and all. That was the anticipation as well. But not knowing that the Messiah that is coming is not a political Messiah. It's one that will come and do his work in a short time and depart. And that is their problem. And the emphasis of the gospel here by Paul about Aten uh, was that Jesus is both their savior and their Lord. In fact, even among the Christians, they are many that have received Jesus as their savior. But Jesus has not yet been their Lord. It's a few different times. Jesus must be your savior and your Lord. When you receive him, when you receive Jesus, he becomes your savior. But when you hand over your life unto him to pardon your life, that's when it becomes your law. Many people are still struggling with God. They are not yet become their law, but they, are, they, are, they have that salvation. But they are not yet surrender their all unto Him to drive their life. Praise the name of the Lord. What am I trying to say if I'm not con con confusing us? I'm simply saying that if I own a vehicle now, I am the one driving it, isn't it? I can pick people alongside with me. I'm thinking of, of the vehicle. If I'm still the vehicle and I choose not to drive it, another person is driving it. Am I still the owner of the vehicle or not? I'm still the owner. That's how salvation is. But until we surrender, but if I, but as I've surrendered the vehicle to the person, he is the one driving it. I don't need to be struggling with his standing with him. I have said I'm going to failure. So I shall allow him to drive me, isn't it? I shall allow him to treat the steering. I shall allow him to direct me to my destination. And that's the difference between salvation and lordship. So even when we have received salvation, but we still need to hand over our life, our whole of life. Okay, you are the one taking charge now. I refrain from driving my own life. You direct me. You tell me what to do. You, you are the one that paved pay the way for me. I have no contribution at all. And that's when it becomes our law. And that is what the same emphasis that Paul was uh, addressing in this state to these people. That the content of the gospel is presented to them that Christ is both their Savior and their Lord. They must not continue to be the Lord of their own life. Praise the name of the Lord. It seems uncomfortable to them with this approach of messages. But that is just the truth that they need to comprehend. May the Lord help us in Jesus' name. As we read further, we see the place we have read. He said, he talks about the Berean too. Among the Bereans, he preached to them. And the scripture says, they themselves went ahead to verify whether those things they were telling them were so. Praise the name of the Lord. Even though that the content is not diluted, even though that the content that Paul was presenting them is the truth, the Berean still verified. Praise the name of the Lord. Whether those things that were, that were spoken to them were so, as a believer, we ourselves must have a Berean attitude, a Berean mindset, a Berean perspective. 
a brilliant mind, a brilliant art. What is a brilliant art? A brilliant art is the one that go ahead further to study and to verify all that you have been taught. Are, are they actually true? Praise the name of the Lord. They are not actually examined to, to be proud. No. They just, they just have a good act. Praise the name of the Lord. Not that they are not trying to believe the gospel that have been presented to them. But they just want to be sure and sure and sure that what they were told are true. And it's not a bad idea to confirm and to verify. That what the gospel or the truth or the message presented to us are actually, are actually valid. Praise the name of the Lord. They came with an open mind seeking the truth. And that is the, that is, should be our mind too. We should be we should be seeing, we should have singleness of heart. We should not be double-minded. Our mind should be played to absorb the truth. The same for the unbelievers that you are seeking after. Faith in Jesus Christ is based on the revelation that God has given concerning his son in the scripture. Praise the name of the Lord. Now, for everybody to be saved, we must believe, isn't it? And it is the believing that and the trusting in the work that Christ has done that brings about salvation. The, the, the differences between us and the unbeliever is that especially the Islamic world is that they, they believe in Jesus as a prophet, but they are not yet believing as a savior until they come to that point. That's when they can be delivered and saved. Praise the name of the Lord. It's different from believing Jesus that he was the son, is the son of God. There's a different belief, believing Jesus as a prophet or as a messenger. But the point of what brings about salvation is believing him as a savior. And that is the cause between us and the unbelievers or the Islamic world. When we argue around, it's because the, the, the only issue is that they have not believed in as a savior. But also they believe in that's what they can be saved. Praise the name of the Lord. And we see that in point number four, because of time I'm moving away from there. That's what we bring about it. forgiveness of sin. That's what we bring about justification. Until a man believes in Jesus, that's when that's what can trigger his is salvation. The last point, we must submit to the truth of the gospel following Jesus as Lord. No matter what the cause, Jesus is the rightful king, even over Caesar. We must obey him with every area of our life. Praise the name of the Lord. We cannot convince, convert people by logic. We can only convert people by the valid message. That which centers on Jesus. It's love for mankind and what he has done for us. It's death on the cross and his resurrection. May the Lord help us in Jesus' name. I believe this is the lesson that God wants us to learn this morning. I believe beyond at, uh, Time and time do not permit and portray, but I believe only three will finalize his work in our heart. Amen.
I want to ask you understand if you can at all. Ebola. 